1: Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You throw down five dollars on the Super Bowl if you're a new customer, you win two hundred and eighty dollars in free plays. That's simple. That easy. All right, Anthony Jamino, John Schuster. I am merely Mike Luke. All right, guys, we got a lot of a lot to get here right now. We've uh, got quite a few comments to get to. But first, Arizona wins ninety-two to sixty-eight, and this team was never more encapsulated to me than when. Arizona is down, uh, excuse me, it was... Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of 25-11, I think. It was 20, excuse me, yeah, perfect. It was 25-11, and then they go up, what, 45-36 at the half. You go on a 30-9 to run, the game's over right there after you look like you look terrible. Guys, this, and I wasn't even really surprised, and I think that's really kind of the hallmark of the team. Anthony, what do you think?
2: Well, you know, it's it's been a few weeks since uh, I've been with you too, So, but what's changed? What's changed in three weeks? Like nothing. You still love this team. If anything, even more so because they've just come off perhaps the best five game in 10 days regular season stretch. Right. Recent memory?
1: 22 and two now.
2: Yeah. I mean, okay. Go back to the beginning. You beat the number number three team. Then you beat a top 20 team. You spot your rival 13 points on the road and – Absolutely take their soul in beating them. Then you had pretty much easily handle a Washington State team that was really gunning for you. Then you spot the Huskies 14 and blow them out. I mean, they finished, Arizona finished the game making 30 of their last 42 shots.
1: Wow. Wow. I did that. That's insane. 30 of their last
2: 42. Even, you know, even with that loss, that loss to UCLA seems a long time ago. But I mean, I would have thought, if anything, fifth game in 10 days third game in a row on the road you're, you're on the second leg of the longest road trip in the league okay you you started slowly but these guys are young right right they run all day so I, it's, it's even more impressive than the last time I joined you guys
1: sure what do you think
0: this is reaper basketball right now they it doesn't it doesn't matter where they are what position they're in the confidence level is there and this is uh i think the pinnacle of what you want, this is this is the example of what I think Tommy Lloyd wants the system to ultimately be. Continue, 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 press, press, press. Keep working. I don't mean necessarily press defensively, just the style. Keep pushing things offensively, and it's eventually going to work its way through. And that was... Um, an example here was an example against ASU. They are playing with supreme confidence right now, and not just confidence, but it appears they're comfortable with the system. They understand what it is they're supposed to do. They know that they can get uh, support and compliment for a number of players on the floor. And now you're up and down the roster trying to find players who aren't playing well, and you're not doing a very good job doing it. Uh, you know, Terry turned in another nice day. Matherin and Tabellus had double-figure scoring outputs. Larson was good again. Ballo struggled a little bit in the early going uh, with uh, Washington's big guy and then bounced back along with everybody else. Coloco ultimately fouled out but uh, was uh, very impressive on the interior. It was uh, it was an excellent performance for Arizona. And, and unfortun- maybe unfortunately, I don't know. One of those games, that was on the Pac-12 network. So as a result, there wasn't maybe a whole heck of a lot of folks nationally watching this. Because if they were watching this nationally, I think Arizona gets a lot of number
1: one votes this week. And we've talked about this throughout. And this has been basically the entire season. And guys, we're going to get to your comments here in just a second. But this team, if, if you're not of similar talent, you are not hanging with this team. They will destroy you. I can't. And it's funny. I'm, I should have looked this up. I didn't. Uh, I, malfeasance on my part. But I would. Uh, I would be curious to go back and look and see that the last team that played Arizona wasn't either USC, UCLA, or USC or UCLA in conference that was within even ten point uh, was within even ten points. Was it coincidentally Washington down here? Hmm. I don't know. I can't remember on that one to be honest with because you. Because it
0: seemed like again that that was one of those games when we were talking about. It. I know others can access the score better off the top of their head or with uh, the material in front of rough. them. But yeah. I, I remember that uh, you, you know Terrell Brown again had a huge game in that one. We talked about how he was a how how Washington was attacking Creas specifically defensively, and that was a matchup that was a big you know going to be a big problem. And we focused on that being an area where some teams have a potential advantage and they're going to try to utilize it against Arizona Uh, Brown in this game as well. So, so I remember that Washington game being spirited and, and it was in that kind of window where Arizona wasn't playing particularly well. And a lot of those games were a little off, but that, as Anthony noted, that seems like a long time ago, Arizona, has improved and an improvement for a team that was already good uh is a scary proposition for uh the landscape of college basketball. Yeah
2: that Washington game, I mean ended up being a sixteen point win back in early January. Right. Um but since then is those other three guys and that's why that's why I love you know, the eight man rotation is optimum.
1: Perfect. Thank but, you. We're gonna I was gonna get to that but go ahead.
2: Yeah and that's that's really the difference from early January. Where Ballo's a lot better, Larson's a lot better, and Kyer's still been pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's no drop-off and in this really busy, hectic schedule, when you can play your starters 25 to 28 minutes instead of 32 to 35, that's going to be a big difference down down here as we get
1: into March. I think what a lot of teams and a lot of people don't realize and this is going to be a Mike Luke phrase that I'm going to throw out here, but this might be, this might be the tallest team in school history. And I I can't remember who the commentator was. Gosh, it's driving. uh, It doesn't really matter, but he was saying, you don't really realize when you watch Arizona on TV, you don't realize just how tall, how big they are until you're actually out there on the court at the time, because these are guys that, again, when you're going 6'2, 6'7, 6'8, 6'9, 7'1, that's that's NBA size across the board right there. So, and this is, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that because they look at the running and gunning, you're scoring a lot of points, but you this is also a team that physically is just big, I guess for lack of a better term. Then, oh, by the way, you bring in Umar Ballo off the bench who by the way, is probably the biggest player on the team. By the way, uh, Sorn for uh, Washington State or Washington looked like he was about nine feet tall out there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, so guys, let's get to some let's get to some comments here. Uh, that second half, uh, let's see here. Ricky Garrett mentioned the second half right here, and it's weird. Arizona doesn't really hit you like they can. You can basically hang with them for a little while. And you never really know when that run's going to hit. But this one basically started at about the 10-minute mark and then just went into the second half there, A.G.
2: Yeah, I mean, once once Washington uh, had their great start, and again, that's they're going to come out, they've got the crowd, they're going to have their most energy right there, and Terrell Brown was just absolutely insane. But Arizona didn't panic because they, they don't panic because in large part, Tommy Lloyd gives them the ultimate confidence. You know, even can you what what do you think Sean Miller would have done when Ben Matherin went up to kind of go try to do a monster dunk and then he changes his mind and he misses the layup? Do you think Sean Sean would have blown up on the sidelines? I don't think I think Sean nothing would have nothing matters. Right. You know, I would just go back out there and play.
0: Go but, ahead, you. No, 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 that's all right. What Anthony is saying and what you were adding is uh, is spot on. I think we're in accordance with that. Uh, Yeah, Miller's tendency to be a lot more upset was one of those things that I think could affect uh, the flow of just letting Arizona, just letting talent be talent. And Lloyd does a phenomenal job of that. And it's something we talked about the other night in regards to number of possessions and the style of play and why this works. Arizona likes to run controlled but sometimes even if it gets out of control or with extra possession something just doesn't quite go right. It's like, all right, you get them the next time. That seems to be one of the Lloyd mantras. It's going to work. You're going to get them the next time. And 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 for Arizona that I think that's kind of become a contagious attitude. There have been times where, you know, it has it's been frustrating which is weird to say when overall the team is 22-2 and and playing as well as it is right now. But I think a lot of that frustration, not all of it, but a lot of that frustration is the number of possessions. And when you have more possessions, uh, there's more of an opportunity to remember things that didn't go right. But there's also more of an opportunity for the things that go wrong. And it's a lot of that that leads to Arizona's consecutive run of double figure victories or just being you know consistent in that regard they beat this is at, i know you know mike luke hates comparisons so hate him. Hate i hate them i know nobody hate him. hates comparisons more than and i know there's a a fair amount of young people uh who are out there everybody i get is you know at least 3 or 4 centuries younger than i am so there were a lot of folks who don't necessarily remember 1988 this is a Not lot like this. 1988. They adjust uh, the 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 level of the level of dominance is the type of thing that you almost don't appreciate it as it's happening throughout the course of the year. And there are times where you don't believe it continues this way. And yet, game in, we, we keep talking, game in and game out. Well, on the road at Washington, that could be a problem. Terrell Brown's, you know, an issue. And then and then Washington jumps out to a 25-11 lead. It's like, ooh, that could be a problem. And Arizona just blows their doors off. Washington <laughs> State, as Anthony noted the week. Well, Washington State's got a lot of athletes. That's pretty good. They're a bouncy basketball team playing hard. Crowd's going crazy. Arizona blows their doors off. Uh, ASU up in Tempe. Wow, Sun Devils are playing a lot better basketball. Won that triple overtime game against UCLA. They're fired up. They're a heck of a lot different. Played Tucson tough and. You know, uh, played Arizona tough in Tucson. Blah blah blah. Cats go up there, yield them a big lead, blow them out of the building. This is this is this is what the '88 team did, and, and and I'm not sure exactly how this is going to play out, but it's hard not to feel good as a Wildcat fan about what you're watching right now and appreciate it as well.
1: All right, we're going to get to Dale and Terry here in a second, but before Dale and Terry, if there's one thing that he can wait for, it is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right, Anthony, you might be saying I've been away for a couple weeks. I haven't been answering Mike's text, probably with good reason. What's going on with DraftKings? Here's the deal. You got the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow, right? You probably know. Throw down $5 if you're a new customer, and you get $280 in free plays if that team wins. Eligibility restrictions apply. Arizona only. 21 and up. You've got a gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. AG, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Man. If if I were betting, Mike,
2: and you know, you know how much I just Never. It, never, never. Um, You know, I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. I like I, it. I watched the rest of the playoffs. I've seen a lot of close games. I don't really? think one team has a really huge advantage. So I'm going to jump on the points.
1: All right, let's do it. All right. Now, let's talk a little Daylon Terry right here. Another guy I want to do, because uh, Schuster and I have been talking about him pretty much ad nauseum right here. Daylon Terry is the one guy that if you were to just look at preseason expectations, I think everybody thought Matherin would be good. There was reason to indicate and Coloco is obviously a little bit like Terry in this, but Terry is the one guy that just seems to get better and better and better game in and game out to where I don't know exactly what his numbers were, but you know, again, if he's to get 12 rebounds in a game, you're not at all surprised. If he's to get nine assists, you're not at all surprised. If he was to get 13 points and eight deflections, he really has become that jack-of-all-trades that I don't think anybody could have expected to this level this year.
2: He's going to get that triple-double someday and join Matt Muehlbach and crew as mm-hmm. the members of that triple-double club. But um, as, as you might know, Mike, a couple weeks ago, I went to the USC game here as a fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was really strange. <laughs> but the reason I bring that up is because my seats were um, behind the, kind of behind the Arizona basket on the lower level. Um, but when Terry had that 70-foot alley pass for a dunk. Right. I mean, I was right behind it. So I could see it the whole way. And I'm, I'm up elevated a little bit. He had, there was no way he could make that pass. First of all, I mean, you would look at that and say, you wouldn't even think of attempting it, mm-hmm. but the fact that he did and it went that distance and it was perfect was absolutely stunning, especially from that vantage point. It was as good as anything I've ever seen, and so that's the kind of skill he brings. That he not only has the skill to do it, but he has the vision to do it. And that's you know that's kind of like you're you're almost bringing back some memories of T.J. McConnell. Because TJ had vision that as, like,
1: you,
2: regular human beings wouldn't even attempt passes like that.
1: Well, right, exactly. So he,
2: he, has, he has all that. So he's got the, the huge basketball IQ and then the skill. I mean, obviously, the only thing he's really missing is, uh, he you know, he needs to add another 10% to his three-point shooting. But he's a young dude, and he can certainly improve that over time.
1: Eldridge Rick Hasner shoe, I thought, made an interesting point. Were you Were you listening with the volume on or were you thinking yourself?
0: I was uh, listening to a lot of uh, Jeffrey's broadcast on the radio today. I was going to say, that's
1: always a good call. We like our friend Brian Jeffrey's a great deal. Listen and
0: to- as a quick aside, and then we can get to Rick Hasner for a moment, um, uh, the Washington students section. Was outstanding in this game, and you could hear them uh, give Terry all kinds of grief throughout the course of the game, and it was great. Uh, they were, and uh, yeah, uh, apologies in advance. There's a little bit of PG-13 in case you didn't hear this. There well, were a man. lot of Terry sucks chants going on. They were kind of lighthearted, and 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 in a way, there was the the student section was in it, and they decided they were going to pick on Dalen Terry, and they rode Terry constantly throughout the course of this game until about there was five minutes left and when, and when the game was over. And then the student section starts chanting one of two things. They start chanting, we love Terry. We oh. love Terry. Completely came around. They knew the game was done. The joke was over. Terry was in on the joke. It was kind of entertaining. You could hear it really well behind Jeffries. Uh, in addition to them wanting the Seattle kid uh, to play, who did play for the last minute and a half, in a uh, crunch time. That was the two things the Washington uh, student section wanted, but they, they picked on Terry today and the exchange was pretty good. And Terry got the best
1: of them and in a weird way, kind of turned them to his side. Yeah. You know, that's, I see, that's the kind of stuff I like. I, and again, it's been, I'm hoping it's been dealt with, but I thought the, the students and the, uh, the expletives, if we talked quite a bit about, I thought were humiliating to be honest with you, because again, there's so many be- better, ways to get into somebody's head. I always bring up the Michael Dickerson example. Anthony, have you heard this? Maybe. Start
2: telling the story.
1: All right. So there are Schuster's heard this probably 12 times. So um, I'm going to drink. Yeah, go ahead. So, but to people out there that haven't heard this story, uh, bear with me. It's a good story. So this is back when Maples is absolutely Mm -hmm. going crazy. 1997, 98, 96, 97. I can't remember. Michael Dickerson's at the free throw line. And all of these uh, fans start chanting out Shayna over and over. And everyone's like, who the heck's that? And Dickerson was asked about that after the game. And he said "And he said something to the effect, that one threw me off. That was a girlfriend I broke up with like three weeks ago. And this is before the social media age. So, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that's fun. Not anyways. All right. I feel yeah. like an old person right now. Let me ask you guys this. Um, you're looking at D- any, and again, we're uh, grasping at straws right here, or whatever the term is. Um, that is the term. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sorry, I'm a little discombobulated. If
0: you're here. British, a time. If, if you're British and you want to reference one of the greatest neo-prog albums of all time, Bruno you would say, five, by the way. You're clutching at straws. Okay. Hello, Bruno. Hello, Mr. Luke. You're clutching at straws. Marillion's, okay. second al- uh, Marillion's fourth album from 1987. It's a must listen.
1: What I don't love about this team, though, and we got Tony's takes coming up here in a minute. Um, And John Schuster is also going to participate in Tony's takes with me just being Mike Luke. But I guess the question Do did the slow starts worry you guys at all? Is this something that, eh?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, You know, it's one of those things. Apologies, Anthony, for stepping on you there. It's it, it's one that of those way. things where if Arizona gets bounced in the tournament, you might say, oh, it's because of all those slow starts that happen. But Arizona has been just as effective at, you know, going on 15 to two runs to start a game, too. So I think it's just one of those things that there, there are points in the game where, you know, because of the number of possessions and maybe Arizona gets a little laissez faire. Uh, where some team is capable of going on a run, but over the course of 40 minutes, generally speaking, and clearly this has played itself out, Arizona is fine by the end of the 40. So whether that the slow start thing, I, I'm i guessing is just a statistical anomaly. It's um. It would be my it's almost like saying to some degree, because you notice it at the beginning, but it's almost like saying to some degree, you know what, that between eight and 12 minute timeout, Arizona just doesn't play particularly well. in the You're first not, half. And and I feel like a lot of that is the same. The eventuality of this is that that's Arizona's Tommy, the Tommy Lloyd Arizona system with the talent that it has works over the scope of 40 minutes and it wears down the opposition. And that's what we've seen. So whether there are pockets in there that get away from them, you know, that's always a possible topic of fodder in regards to things that might hurt Arizona in the long term. but I don't think it's a pattern by any stretch.
2: Yeah. I think that's somebody I'm not worried about it. I think that's trying to find a solution for a problem that doesn't really exist. They've they've had, they've had times like you mentioned where they've gotten off to great starts. It's, you know, if, if if I was wearing a hat right now, and I hope shoe is for like the next segment,
1: Tony's takes,
2: I would just be tipping my hat to the other team. The other team, you know, whether it's ASU, whether it was Washington, hey, they came out and played great, hit a few early shots, great, super. I'm applause for doing that for five whole minutes. Congratulations. (laughs) Big deal. Arizona, like Arizona (laughs) closed the game. Oh man. I hope
0: there are a bunch of ASU fans (laughs) watching right now because Anthony Gemino has just gone into full take that ASU trash mode. This is special special, unique territory right here.
2: We're just going to edit. We can edit that and put it into the Tony's take segment. Mike. (laughs)
1: Is that how this works? Yeah, we could do that. All right. First and foremost, though. He won't, but he could. Well, yes. He he could, something, that's even just as, something that's just as important as Tony's takes to the show. Well, actually, it's more important. Nothing personal. Is the Trafficking Sportsbook app. That's how I get paid here. Code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on the Super Bowl. And if the uh, that team wins, you get $280 in free plays. New customers only. Now. Anthony thinks Anthony's going with the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I'm going with the Rams. I think the Rams win by about 10 to 14 points. John Schuster actually agrees with me on this. So go with whatever you want. That's where we are. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now here's the segment that everybody thinks about when Anthony Jamino comes on and it's Tony's takes. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, Anthony, people that know me know that I like to make bold proclamations or comparisons. And you know what? I'm ranking. not really, is that fair to say? Yeah, right, right, yeah, right behind your love of ranking things. Correct. All right, ranking things as well, yes. But Anthony Jamino is a different kind of guy. He goes by the book, he's a real professional where I'm having fun right here. So I always give a – I'm not going to give the exact example, but real quick, since it's going to become a regular when Anthony's on, I came up with a conspiracy about Lane Kiffin a long time ago in the college football playoffs. Without getting into the details right here, I'm on the phone with Anthony, and Anthony says, I'm not going to entertain any of that nonsense, and he hangs up on me. That's a professional. The other one is Mike Luke. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make a statement about the Wildcats, and I'm going to make one off uh, uh, Wildcat remark. Shoe can either speak uh, in Anthony's saying, or Anthony can speak for himself, but you both are going to speak here when I give this. So here it is right now. Here's the graphic. Tony's takes. It doesn't get any deeper than that. The production department did great work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Mike. How is that, Schuster? I like the glasses. That's good. All right. Here's my remark, fellas. This is the best Arizona basketball team here since 2002, 2003. If you guys can't remember out there listening, the starting lineup was Gardner, uh, Salim (laughs) Stoudemire-Walton, Rick Anderson-Fry, Iguodala-Adams off the bench. A A lot of people tell me that Sean Miller had a better team right there. I say this is the best team since that 02-03 team. Anthony, you're up. Then John Schuster, you as Anthony is up.
2: Can wait, can I answer this
1: as Schuster doing me? <laughs> so it'd be me doing Schuster doing me. Anthony, we're blessed to have you on. You go with whatever direction you so, want. My guess
2: is that Schuster would <laughs> posit this as, well, Mike. We're only in mid-February, and really the games that matter are in March. So I think it's premature to say that this is the best team since the 2002-03 squad. That's how I think Schuster would play it. I'm going to agree with you. I think this is the best team since 0203. Mm-hmm. 3 I think it, it, it matches the 2014-2015 Sean Miller teams at – Ran right into Wisconsin at the end. Right. In terms of, hey, this is a top five defensive team in the country. Right. Uh, this team can also run you out of the building.
1: And that's the difference. They can just hit you like that. Now, John Schuster, what uh, you can go any direction you want with this.
0: Well, let's all admit, Anthony Jamino does a much better John Schuster than John Schuster does an Anthony Jamino. So uh, we know who the real talent in this group is. But uh, I would posit here throwing back a question, Mike Luke, in your general direction, because I will not say this as Anthony Gemino, because I am a professional and I do not make bold statements. But someone here needs to make a bold statement, and the bold statement is now. The question is on the table. So, Mike Luke, since you're the one who likes to make the bold statements, here's the question Are you ready? I am. I'm seated. Is Arizona going to win the national championship? So. Oh, now you're doing Anthony (laughs) Jamino, who's doing John Schuster in your hedging answer here.
1: And in the process, you're not doing Mike Luke. All right. I'm going to do Mike Luke right here. I'm going to say, if if you're giving me the field or Arizona, as much as I hate to say this, I'm taking the field over Arizona. Is Arizona
0: going to win the national championship? No. No.
1: Right. But. Here's wow. what you should
0: because do. because
2: Mike Luke doing me mm-hmm. doing Schuster doing me understands this is all about odds. It's about the odds, Kinda right? Like when you play on DraftKings, right?
1: Those are oh, that is. And, and honestly, you may,
2: you may really love Arizona, but still
0: the odds are, you know. I wonder if any of, wonder of our viewers odds. right now, I wonder if any of our viewers and back listeners back. and scrollers below are any are, are more bold than Mike Luke. Yeah. All right, everybody really out there, I see you all right, right here. Now. I've got right the numbers here, right, right in front of me from that three different platforms. Arizona is going to win the national championship.
1: Speak for me right now as I uh, as I got nervous and didn't speak. All right, here's the first one that's come in. Jeff Mojave says, at least the final four, John Schuster. Um, that's not what was asked, though, Jeff, even though we <laughs> very much appreciate, the, very much appreciate right. the remark. I am curious to see what some of these that come in are. All right. Let's see here. Arizona is going to win the national championship. Ricky Garrett, right? There you there. go. Ricky Garrett was the first to okay. say it. You're all right. Right on record, right there. Way to go, Ricky.
0: Johnny attacking.
1: Oh, Johnny. Yeah. All right, all right. Sorry if I mangled that. But uh yes. Man. He's got yes. multiple and, uh,
0: exclam- cl- exclamation points there. In Johnny all fairness, committed. I think
1: everybody's going to think say that they're going to win. It's going to be about a hundred to zero. Watch this. Oh, I'm not wishy-washy, Mike Luke. 100 percent national champions. Yeah, check so that Mike Luke. Travis which has has also
2: super easy to say when there's nothing at stake, right?
1: <laughs> Correct. There is nothing at stake.
0: But, well, you <laughs> know who didn't no say it. Outcomes here. but Anthony, of- you know who didn't say it? Mr. Proclamation Mike Luke. You don't expect Shoe and Anthony Jamino to oh. say this, but Mike Luke had an opportunity yeah. in the Tony's take segment, right, to prick to pick Arizona to win the national championship. And what did he do? He pulled a Jamino and Schuster. But the fans here, the folks on the scroll are uh-huh. stepping up at, at their moment, and they're making the proclamation. Right. And I All love right, Mike, seeing let's, it. Let's,
2: let's do it this way.
1: What's up?
2: Here we may get you to have a really
1: positive back
2: the A statement.
1: Okay, let's do it. I'm in.
2: That, uh, you got a chance to get Arizona plus 800.
1: Yes. You're doing yeah. it.
2: You're putting money. You're putting hard-earned DraftKings money back into DraftKings.
1: I am. More money. I am. That is 100% what I'm doing. Here's the problem, guys, is that I think Arizona, if you were to ask me who is going to, all right, I think Arizona is the best team in college basketball right now. I do. And I would. they would be my number one seed. And if I could only take one team, I'm taking Arizona. But you know what? If you're giving me the field or Arizona, there's a reason here that I'm in a beat up hat and a La Quinta in In Fort Collins, Colorado, I don't have the money that some people out there do. So be that. That's exactly that's where I'm going with that one, guys. All right. So let me. All right. Next question. We got one more. Okay. Okay. We got one more Tony's takes. Very curious as to this one. Okay, Kirk Krissa currently is shooting from the field. Thirty-one and a half percent from three. This was before the game and 36. Sorry, it's buffering right here. 36 from the field. Can you win a national championship with your point guard shooting those percentages? Go, of
0: course, you, you want to start, Anthony.
1: Yeah, why, right, why couldn't start you
0: start away? Because it hasn't he's,
1: happened. He's not shooting all
2: of the team's field goals. Okay. It's okay, yeah. I mean. He doesn't need to be hot for six consecutive games to win the national title. But can he shoot
1: these per- – these are the worst percentages besides Dejon Davis and all of Power 5 starting point guards.
2: Well, he's shooting 34% from three. It's okay. just – it's just most of those probably like five of seven in one game, and so he's really shooting a little bit worse normally. All right. But yeah, I can – as long is- as he's assisting the ball, and somebody mentioned there in the comments not turning it over –
1: Mm-hmm. all right all right I now, thing I, I, I spoke, now we have anthony's interpreter
0: as anthony gemino here part of the thing that uh comes into play when you're looking at the broader level of statistics here mike luke and it's important to delve into the numbers just a little bit deeper than on the surface sure Crease shoots threes at a low 30 percentile what you're hoping doesn't happen in terms of Arizona's success in the NCAA tournament, it's okay if Creisa is maybe 3 for 10 in a game, not so good if he's 3 for 20. And some and if there are games where he he gets a little bit out of his comfort zone and feels like there's something that he needs to do and forces it a little bit, that could be a problem for Arizona in a key game in the tournament. If he can avoid that, then he can still be a very instrumental and, and play a supportive role in Arizona's success is it tries to make a deep tournament run, even as you are unwilling to make the commitment that we expected, All right. saying that Arizona would win the national title. Right. Now, by virtue of your question, I can only suggest that you don't believe Arizona even has a chance.
2: I, I wish I like actually paced myself and talked as slowly as <laughs> Schuster does when he's trying to be <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's a good. That's good feedback here, Shu. I appreciate that. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, public
1: speaking training. I appreciate it. All right, Anthony. Before uh, before we sign off here, I did want to get to something because Anthony, want... an, what's that, Go ahead. Anthony? Anthony, right here help is, us is a call. Anthony, right here. Nobody in the city knows more about U of A football than Anthony Jamino. That is a proclamation that we will not put into Tony's takes because it's true. I believe it. Everyone here believes it. All right, Anthony. Oh, and by the way, uh, you should be on the GoPHNX website. Get the membership. You get the membership. You get a free Back the A t-shirt. It's that easy. It's that simple. These things are going like hot cakes. It's so bad that there was actually a group of people making knockoff uh, Back the A t-shirts. I kid you not.
2: Yeah, Don't I do it.
1: A... That's illegal. Anthony, oh, quit, quit making a knockoff back, back the A t-shirts. I, okay.
0: talking, I, talk, I was talking over you Shue. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. sorry I was talking about you So it's okay I, that
1: nobody heard that
2: I just and You can uh, we, I can find out later But I want to hear some more about that
1: Oh no I can I'll call you when I'm off All uh, right So real quick please don't, please don't All right that's fine You can text <laughs> me again. That's easy Okay <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair point All right Arizona brings in the best recruiting class At least on paper in school history I'll say this when? The kids that I've seen on campus Look much different than the players that I've seen come in here for about the last 15 years. I'm not talking anything on the uh field, I haven't seen them, but just at media day watching them, these guys are big. They are, I mean, the receivers across the board look 6'4, 6'4. You've got an offensive lineman who's 330 pounds that's you know, looks like he's 280, who's probably gonna start immediately. These guys look the part, shoe. Again, I don't know or excuse me, uh, AG, these these guys look the part right here. Um, just some initial thoughts on the recruiting class, just, you know, from a little bit of a, you know, from a county perspective.
2: All right. If I can, uh, I guess I can trust your eyes on that one. Do they all look like Chris McAllister to you?
1: They don't look like Chris McAllister or Chuck Levy or Rob Gronkowski. Okay.
2: That's a very high bar. Right. But let me say this, and I'm kind of, I'll try to do this off the top of my head as best I can. The, the bar to me now we, you know, great. I think you're right. This is probably the best class on paper. Mm -hmm. So, but what is, what is the actual bar? What's the comparison? What's the best class in school history? What's the ranking and the
1: comparison?
2: Well, I think to me, it's the 1990 class, which was rated fifth or sixth in the league, maybe Mm -hmm. seventh. So nothing special, but that class had, a college football Hall of Famer mm-hmm. in Rob Waldrop. Mm-hmm. It had a national award winner in Steve McLaughlin.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's
2: a kicker, right? Right. It, in addition to maybe, I mean, we think. That maybe that, the best kicker in school history. Easily can make that case. Probably is in DeHass, but, you know, right maybe there. number two. Arguably the best punter in school his, history, Josh Miller. Josh Miller. Um, it had another first-team All-American in Tony Bowie. It had uh, first team All Pac-10 linebacker and NFL player Sean Harris. Um, it had a bunch of guys like Mike Heemsbergen, and Pulu Pumele, um, somebody else who I forget who were like just rock solid guys on the offensive line. It had Mike Skurlock, local mm-hmm. kid, played sure, in yeah, America. Sunny Side. So basically, like out of that class, I remember doing a story on this once. They got like, in addition to all the high level guys, they got. 17 of those guys really hit as Pac-10 level starters or above. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's the greatest class in school history. You basically had like four All-Americans, a college football Hall of Famer. Um, you maybe have, the best like, defense. One of them. seven, right. eight, nine guys in that class who went on to play in the pros out of you know maybe about 22, 23-man class. That in that class was absolutely considered nothing special, right? So that's the bar that will be to me that that's the bar we'll compare them to in three, four, five years.
1: All right, real quick, then I think four wins is where I would put the uh, that that's the OU for me right here. I think when you got a quarterback in there that you know is at least competent in Delora, I think that that helps a game or two. If you were going with Cruz or Plumber or uh, McLeod he's better than those two, obviously, but you get my point. It would have been lower. I think four wins is a very reasonable number considering who you're bringing in. What do you guys go with before we sign off here?
2: Go ahead, Anthony. I like the, I like the four. That's a real tough number. If you're asking me to go over or under, uh, I think I might actually go over Mm -hmm. because I think four is really doable. And I think I don't know. I've got no I've got no really reason, real reasons here in mid-February, but I think five sounds more reasonable than three.
0: Right. Arizona's still got a long way to go as far as overall depth is concerned, regardless of how good this class is. So, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they perform. Later in games, there's still more. A lot of this team's going to be 18-year-olds playing a lot older kids, a lot more developed kids. So I think it's a good trial-by-fire update, and Arizona might get beat up quite a bit. So with that in mind, even though the talent going under. goes up, going under four. I'd go under four. Yeah, Uh, four is probably a really solid number, and it makes you think quite a bit. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's, it's phenomenal what Arizona has been able to do, but it's just the foundation and just the start. They've got to continue to do this year in and year out to get the program at a place where we hope it is. So you're still looking at a lot of guys this year, I think, who you say – yeah, that's a guy who can be really good down the road. Yeah, that's a guy who can be – I can see the potential in that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, even as in the long term there are still weaknesses across the board that other teams are able to exploit in the early going. So you hope that they're better. You hope you can see what it is they're understanding and trying to do. But overall, I think there's probably going to be a lot of L's on the uh, schedule uh, as well.
2: Mike, I think it kind of does set up somewhat similarly to 1990 Mm -hmm. because – you know, in ninety-one they come out, they have a bad year, they have four wins. But that ninety class ends up being the foundation for what happened ninety-two and further. Right. And the, the recruiting pitch in nineteen for that nineteen ninety class was the same. Come here and build with us. Mm-hmm. Don't go you, you know, maybe some of you could go somewhere else and and be part of something that's going good right now, but come here, build something. That's yours. Be part of something on the ground floor that's special, which is exactly what Jed Fish is selling. But at least I think that four win level allows you the opportunity to build another class like this. Right. And if you could build below that, I think you're that pitch isn't quite as effective. I think four keeps it going. And then the next year, hopefully you kind of win a little bit bigger and
1: then then you're rolling. All right, guys, we got it, everybody out there. AG, as always, uh, thank you for coming on. Schuster, you're a backbone of the show. Ricky Garrett correctly points out. Um, Give a shout-out to the Lady Cats before you sign off. Payback tomorrow. Yep. Great way to sign off there, everybody. We will be back with you uh, next week. Uh, Ryan Hansen is coming on Monday, so uh, he's making his debut. So that'll be fun. I'll get to uh, bother him about a bunch of stuff he's probably never thought about in about 25 years regarding Arizona basketball. So, again, for Anthony Gimino, John Schuster, I am Mike Luke. You have been – hold on just a second here. The production quality for me is terrible. All right. See you guys you guys
2: would be in the running